Hello, and welcome to the Gaming Fix Podcast, episode 276, on July 15th, 2023. I am your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite baby. I am joined today by Allison. Oh, oh. so what do you mean <laughs> in about that? Hey. That's run with it. You got you got um, the baby Jesus. I you got I, baby carrots. I you got uh, b- baby baby Christmas. That's not a thing. <laughs> baby Christmas. Baby Hitler. I don't know. Like, oh, that's not my favorite. Um. Okay. Process well, of elimination. We've eliminated one. <laughs> Uh, I, I've, I've, I've seen them once and I'm seeing them again soon. Uh, I like baby metal. Sure. Um, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I've got tickets for them later this, this, uh, fall and I'm very excited to see them again because, uh, the, the first show I saw of them was like, was really, really good. So. I'm Fantastic. See, wasn't that hard, Allison. <laughs> also joining us today, Pat. Is everything going okay over there? <laughs> The That's two babies you came up with were Jesus and Hitler? Hey, yin and yang. Well, at baby Christmas, they yeah. non-existed. Hey, I said baby carrots. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's me. Um, I'm the baby. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that, the, I see the line in that song is about sexy babies. Um, uh... Oh, but that, but like, that's also like vaguely quoting a 30 Rock moment, and that, that yeah. won't be one of my favorites, too. Um, that's, very, that's a very good episode. Hi, that's a very good it's song. me. I'm the baby. Um, <laughs> d- uh, it's Boss Baby. Sure. It's everybody's okay. favorite baby. Sure. Come on. Uh-huh. Alec Baldwin, everyone's favorite baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it kind of looks like a baby, doesn't he? Kind of. <laughs> dimensions the you know I, I don't know where i'm going with this thought i don't know either 30 rock i don't know the babies yeah, i suppose yeah sure he, he looks like a boss baby that's all but uh i i don't know if we've got anywhere else to go with this uh with that we're just gonna dive right into video games allison you weren't here last week what have you, no. in the two weeks since you were last on the podcast, what have you been enjoying? Yeah, um, so I, I'm glad that I, sh- I, I'm, I mean, I, I, I missed last week, um, but I was playing a game that I couldn't talk about because I was writing a review of it. What? Oh my um, god! <laughs> what? And it, and, and it was like embargoed and everything. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> And um, then so I, she's going to write me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so uh, Alex from uh, Super GG Radio got me in touch with Nintendo World Report um, because they were uh, didn't have somebody to write the review for the new slash old Atelier game, um, which is the Atelier Marie remake, which is the remake of the first game. Um, 
So I got to play that early and review it, which was very, very fun. Uh, and so and... because you got to play it early, you, of course, gave it 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10. No. <laughs> I, I I think, okay. As all reviewers I... do. You you no. get to play it early, so you have to give it a oh, good yeah, score, Oh, yeah, exactly. Right? I got it. Uh, no, I, I gave it a 7 out of 10, which I, I, I wonder if it's a little bit harsh. Because, well, I, I was trying, okay. So the thing, being a little bit like inside baseball about my, my thought process here is that I, I feel like I was trying to balance the fact that I really love this series and being like an objective reviewer, which I know is is, is not possible, but at the same time I'm like, Okay, I know that this is a, a flawed game, but also at the same time, I'm like, this is my favorite series, so... Um, but, yeah, I, I got to play that and review that, which was which was very, very fun. Um, and it, it, it it's one of those games where I, I'm fingers crossed this means that some of the earlier games in the series get the remake option, uh, because... Uh, I I love this series, and there are still several games that are um, that haven't been localized or brought out out of Japan at all. Um, and then there's also other games where they're basically stuck on PlayStation Two. So I'm very much hoping that like some of these eighty seven percent of all games ever released not available on yeah. modern consoles. Like, it's like ah, let me play the let me play the Iris trilogy and the Manakinia duology, please. That's all I want. It's all I want. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So it's uh, so so it's hopeful that the remake of the first game in the series shows that they're going to do that. Um, especially since the series has been doing really well with the um. Games in the Ryza series. They just started the anime adaptation of the first Ryza game, which is um, first episode. Two episodes are good so far. This is but what I was going to ask you before the show, but decided not to. Uh, is if you were watching the Atelier yeah. anime? Yeah, it's 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 really good. I I really anime enjoy Ryza. It. Um, is it is it is it Ryza? What which Atelier is it? Yep, it's Ryza. Okay, it's anime the, Ryza. Anime. Ryza. It's based off of the first game. Um, I, I think it does the good job of, of the series where it's it's very um it has the kind of cozy feel and then also the characters are really pleasant. I it's um I I'm I'm I'd be in, I'm interested to hear how other people enjoy it without having the uh the history with the series because <laughs> I'm I'm watching it and I'm like I, I I'm I'm the Leonardo DiCaprio meme during when every episode I'm like, oh, it's a thing. It's the character. Oh, they're referencing that. And it's like, that's not, you know, if you don't have that, but I, but I think I've, I've been talking to people. I've, I've, uh, talked to people on Reddit about it. Um, and, and people seem to like it so far. And I think it does have the kind of cozy feel of the games, which is, um, which is good. Is but, it uh, like a mm-hmm. thing where they're just can I've never watched the Persona anime. I don't know if you have either. But like Persona 4, Persona 5. 
is it just condensing down the events of the story into like super short digestible things and leaving out a lot or not, do you feel like not, it's getting most of the story experience of the game um well so far it's been pretty it's it's it hasn't not too much has happened yet mm-hmm. i mean the first episode was a longer episode and it introduced all the characters kind of set up some of the initial stuff and the the initial drive for the characters um but i think that it's it's doing a good job of telling the story of the game but uh but also kind of adapting some of the um, gameplay parts, I guess. So, like, the second episode is where they go out and go, okay, we need to get these items for the, for the alchemy, and then the next, and then also make the alchemy stuff. And it's like, that's the stuff that you have the kind of mental story of going, okay, I'm, I'm going out and doing that as part of the gameplay, but it, it's, it's kind of dramatizing that. So I think that it does, it does that well. Um, it's, uh, also, but I, th- I think that it's, it's doing a little bit of both where, where it's kind of making, showing off the gameplay, but as story, but also telling, retelling the story of the game. But, um, I, th- I think it's, it's so far the first two episodes have been, have been good. And, uh, I, fingers crossed, will get people interested in the series i guess uh because it's uh it, i i enjoy that series as you may well know nice uh i'm looking at the steam page for the mm. ma remake as i'm only as i am exclusively <laughs> yeah. going to refer to it as now sure as, and, as well you should and it it's got very positive uh 69 yeah. reviews and uh nice. 89% positive so yeah i th- i think it's a it's it's one of those things where i where i was concerned um that there's a good that there's going to be people who come into this after the rise of games basically and go okay well this is going to be more like that and it's like uh, the, the older Atelier games have like a different feel. They have a different kind of gameplay loop to them, um, especially since they have like various time limits on things. So you really, it, it becomes a lot more of a management sim, I guess, I guess, where you're like, okay, well, I could go out to this to collect this thing, but um that's going to interfere with this event that i could go to and that would improve this thing so you're just kind of having to do a balancing act of how much time is spent on things what your uh resources are um your your money your supplies your various strength in 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 battle um, so it's it's a very very different game, but I think that that kind of tension of the time, uh, of the of the time limits and things makes makes those early games really fun because you're kind of having to figure out this little puzzle of like, 
oh, well, if I can optimize it this way or uh, set out so that I can make things work and travel elsewhere. It, it, it's, it, I think it, that's, it, that's a fun thing in its own right own right but it's a very very different feel from say the rise of games where it's it's a lot more chill yeah interesting i i did read your review and Thank was you. uh yeah i uh, was uh intrigued by some of the things you said mm-hmm. and seeing it like i i think it's got a nice look mm-hmm. on steam uh like the, yeah. the visuals and stuff i was it was not what i was expecting it to look like really yeah but yeah, i think cause... it looks nice and it's got it um it sort of looks like the final fantasy crystal chronicles games yeah. like it's got its own thing going on but maybe that's yeah. what i'm thinking of. maybe i'm thinking of something else i can't remember exactly but yeah yeah because it's 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 um adapting an original it's adapting the uh style of the um PlayStation 1 game so it has like a kind of chibi style but it it looks good and um it it also uh has a n- new 2D art that's been done for the you know kind of discussions and for for specific scenes and it's it's all very very gorgeous so it's uh um I I think it looks good. I think that there's there's a point where there's like a weird kind of like when you're out and about, there's like a weird blur or fog to the side of it, and I'm like, I don't understand what you're doing here. But vignetting, it's it's hot. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it doesn't people, do people, that really. People, I don't kids know. love the Instagram and the filters and the, the vignetting. <laughs> uh, it makes it look vintage. I I suppose yeah. Uh, the other thing is that there are mini games in the in the series, and they are hot garbage. So uh, that's the other the other little caveat. Like you don't do them often, but every time they came up, I'd be like, "Oh my fucking god, I don't want to deal <laughs> with this right now. Stop!" Like you're trying to gather. You're okay. So you're like out and about. You're trying to gather these golden salmon for this this thing that you need to make and then oh no bears stole them so you have to do this whole like top down like almost uh pac-man-y thing where there are these bears that are like going back and forth and you have to run around and try to get the salmon back and you're just like why is it like this why are you doing this that's what is the point find myself asking that about Many many things. Oh yeah, especially me too. <laughs> video games in in life. Just why? Why are you like this? What 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 have we done to deserve this treatment from you, video game? Have we wronged yeah. you somehow? <laughs> exactly. Like have we? Have I? Like what is this? And it's like I get that they're um, remaking the original and so it's like i get that they they don't want to say oh we cut out this feature from the original because you know people will be like what the fuck is that but um i'm i'm glad that that's not something that happens in other games in the series because they are they are some some bullshit and every time they came up i'd be like oh my god (laughs) hey well if that was the case maybe you wouldn't have made it this far 
<laughs> but uh, now you can go back and be like, wow, theory sure has come a long way. <laughs> yeah, I can go, okay, that's that's great that we can... Uh... That the Atelier series is 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 doing doing fine without any of the bullshit mini games in later on. So, all right, so well, that's Atelier my remake mm-hmm. on on Switch and PC. Mm-hmm. Is it on anything else? Um, I think is it on? Yeah, it's on PlayStation Four and Five. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, if you want to see where it all started, if you want to pull a, a, a pat of years past and play this series from the beginning, then you yes. can start now with Atelier Marie Make. Marie Make. On your platform of choice, as long as it is an Xbox. Exactly, yeah. Uh, what else have we been playing, Allison? Um, so I have another, I'm working on my second review for that, for the website. It, the game came out a couple months ago, so I have zero uh, embargo to worry about. It's Monster Menu, The Scavenger's Cookbook, um, which is a strategy RPG. It's by the uh, Nippon Ichi Software, who do um, Disgaea games uh, and do a couple of other other big series, uh, so big JRPG stuff. Uh, and they put out a game that is a dungeon crawler slash, uh, strategy RPG slash roguelike with cooking mechanics. Um, mm. so it's a, it's, a, it's a whole lot. And the reason I, I picked that, uh, cause they're like, Hey, here's a bunch of games that you could review for us. And I'm like, Ooh, this looks like, like, you know, there's a lot of buzzwords that are, up my alley um it's so i'm still i'm still working on it so hopefully so it'll it could be different but i feel like it's just like i i just wish it was better (laughs) i i I have played many a game (laughs) where i just wish it was better man it's like there's a lot of cool ideas in here but it's just like really repetitive and it's like i get that that's part of the kind of roguelike dungeon crawler thing so you're like kind of constantly trying to fight forward through the through this dungeon and push forward and and stuff but it's like it doesn't have the you know the kind of connect the customizability i guess of other other games like uh, roguelites like a Binding of Isaac or Dead Cells or something where each run feels totally different. Like, each run feels exactly the same. Um, You're just kind of, like, trying to push forward. And the stuff that um, kind of continues between each run is your equipment. And all the equipment is found randomly throughout the stuff. So I'm just, like constantly going like please i need a better item and then no no better item comes and you're like that's that's not great um then there's also the cooking mechanic because basically the entire conceit of the game 
um, which is very, very story light, is that you're in this, what you thought it was a beginner dungeon, but you've gotten lost. You have zero food with you. You're about to die. You come across a monster and you're like, fuck it. And you eat the, eat the arm of the monster. And it's very, very gross. And it's, it's, and so each run, you're kind of constantly having to go with this, with a hunger meter, a thirst meter, uh, your HP, which is done by food. And you're, you're, uh, collecting all of these monster parts that you are eventually cooking with. And it's, um, I, I think some of it's pretty effective. Like there's, there's certain things where you can prep certain items. So there's like these, bugs where you're like okay where on their own they're not very effective and you also have a happiness meter and that's pretty much based off solely off of how disgusting the food is um and so eating just plain bugs you're like that's gonna do a big dent on your happiness meter but you can kind of crush them up and oh that's made kind of a flower i guess i which you can combine with other items and those those food items give you buffs to your stats and to and possibly additional skills. So there's a lot that I think is really fun about it about and about the idea of it. And I feel like in another world, I'd be like this. I'd be like this monster menu evangelist going like, "Yes, please." But also, it's like it, it, so so many of the runs are too samey. Um, and you, at the start of the game, you, you come up with a character for yourself and then you say like, I wish I had some party members and then you make, make your party members, (laughs) Um, but you can't really, (laughs) that's literally how it goes. You're like, wow, it sucks being here alone. I wish I had a party. And then 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 you have to make your own friends. Make your party. And then they come up and they're like, oh, we're in the dungeon too. Um, Hmm. But yeah, it's it's a very... Yeah. You mentioned uh, like, you know, you've got this hunger meter, this thirst meter. Are you running into like uh, instances, events that will increase your, like reduce your hunger meter or like thirst traps that are causing you trouble. Um, so and then you have to like subscribe meter... to an only fans or something. To, like, get out of the dungeon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, you're subscribing to these monsters only fans and you're like, I don't understand how they're making that content, but they're, they're making that content. Um, no, no, it's, it's, it, the, the menu is constantly going down, um, and you can use, uh, skills, which instead of having, like, a, a specific MP or anything like that, it uses some of your hunger and thirst, um, so that is, is, a, a potential, so if you're using these skills that hit more things or are hit harder, basically, that uses that. Um, you can do, there's a, a run button, but also that, that makes it go quicker. But if you don't want to get into a, a fight, which is, uh, a turn-based kind of strategy RPG on a grid, but you, you basically run into them on the overworld and then it becomes a, a fight. Uh, mm-hmm. it, yeah. So if you don't want to run into them and they're chasing after you, you can 
do some of the the running, but that'll also take that. Um, also, but you said juice for a second. I was yeah. like, whoa, okay. I mean, yeah. yeah, we're cooking. You just like drop them in the juicer and. I, I don't have that, but there, I have a lot of ways I can prepare stuff. I can fry things. I can cook things. There's also crafting. There's like a million different systems in here. I don't know if I fully understand them. I didn't know until I looked up a guide that you could apparently feed items to feed stuff to your enemies, which did not show up in any of the tutorials, but is really, really helpful because if you have an item that has gotten rotten because each item also has freshness meters, there's meters all over the place. Um, But if it rots, it's only good for like basically feed it to an enemy and then that will take some of their HP and will do negative things to their sure. their stats. Yeah, if I eat rotten food, it's it's over. I'm I'm in a bad spot. Exactly. It's it, it, there's like a million systems and things and I wish that there's uh I wish that there was more ways to play with them, I guess. Like you make your party right away, but you can't really like there's there's several different classes, right? So you're going through and you're creating all the different classes. I wish I could go, oh, maybe this run I'll have these classes or this class, but I'd have to fully start over the entire experience. And I'm like, I don't really want to do that. But it's yeah. So there's just like a lot of different uh, like systems, but a lot of them are repetitive. And a lot of the stuff is I don't know. I'm again like I just really wish I liked this more because <laughs> so much of the aesthetic and so much of the um you know kind of vibes like like having a strategy or JRPG that has roguelike elements that should be like catnip to me. That's kind that's like all of my buzzwords put into one into one game but i'm like it's it's just it's 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 not it's fine and it i'm ain't it. it ain't it and i'm like i i feel like i need to keep playing it for this review but it's making me like it less which is not what you want when you're like doing this is like i'm like oh, i should probably get to the end of this stupid ass dungeon but i don't feel like it so that's when you're starting to realize oh here's the not fun part of of, of writing a review yeah. for a thing is like yeah. i'm like i don't feel this game anymore but i kind of have to push through yeah absolutely so, absolutely yeah and it, and it makes me want to go and play better dungeon crawlers too um there's those where uh, what's the etrian odyssey yeah the, the, the three those three games just came out they yeah. sound kind of interesting and i i've liked the etrian odyssey games uh i've played a couple of them didn't finish it but I, i've played some of that on on 3ds and those are really good games um and i think that they have a, a those are kind of the uh, kind of platonic ideal of the of of a dungeon crawler, especially since you're you're making your maps. You're it, 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 I think it, I think this is 
trying to add the um add the cooking mechanics on there as like here's our gimmick but it's it's not the rest really of it working. isn't really holding up yeah. it's part of the bargain yeah yeah exactly and it's like it's just so annoying because i'm like oh, in another world this would be my favorite but it's not that other world it's it's it's, it's this, this world, world. So, yeah yeah i'd be interested to see i don't i don't think the sales were very good but it, i'd be interested to see if they like made a sequel if they could do if they if if they could refine the systems to make it better uh i'd be really interested in that but it's for now it's pretty flawed the the price right now is 50 bucks it is not worth 50 bucks i'm like i'm glad i i got this for free <laughs> because I'm like, oh, I'd be like regretting that purchase. But uh, it's like you're describing yeah. another game we're going to talk about later. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I would probably recommend checking out one of the Etrian Odyssey games uh, that just came out. It has a lot of the similar things where you're. You're creating a lot of the characters. You're it's it's very it's less um, story focused, but I I think that it's a fun. It has more fun, and also the music in Etrian Odyssey slaps so hard, uh, and the music in in Monster Mania is fine. Uh, it's not bad, um, but there are voice lines that I am so annoyed by that I'm like. I, I turn it off and, and watch something else and listen to something else while I play. Because <laughs> the voice lines are like, you, you hear your same character every single time you, like, you, you gather something, it goes like, could this be? And it's like, every fucking mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so, uh, I'm gonna probably get one of the Etrian Odyssey games later and just vibe with the uh with with the a, a dungeon crawler i like better but yeah all right well uh great allison thank you for sharing monster menu with us this week yeah some rpgs uh that's yeah. that's kind of what i'm fingers crossed uh i want my uh what my niche to be is as doing certain like the occasional game review is like weird JRPGs. That's my that's my goal. All right. Uh, where can people see that Atelier Marie Make review? Marie Make review. Uh, you can find it on Nintendo World Report. Uh, thank you, Alex Arona from Super GG Radio, for getting me connected with them. It's uh, it, I, I I'm I'm happy that I have this little outlet to sure. yell about video games. Yeah. I mean, other than this podcast, which I already mm-hmm, use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh and Pat, you're you're back this week uh with mm-hmm. I'm sure something exciting to share with us. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, what if Allison instead of just uh, instead of occasionally reviewing JRPGs, you spent the majority of your life playing Magic the Gathering? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, that's different. (laughs) 
Uh, no, I played a lot more, a lot more magic. I, d- I don't really have like a, a huge pitch to Allison. I just think you should try it out because uh, based oh, on okay. how much you like snap, I think that you would really like it. Uh, I yeah. tried it and I spent a couple, couple hours this week playing magic the gathering. How much mm-hmm. time did I put into it? According to steam uh, 4.2 hours. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I played through the tutorial and a, a lot of bot matches and then a few like human starter deck matches. And the experience was uneven, I would say. Uh, like, on one hand, I get the tutorials need to, you know, I, it did a better job of teaching me how to play the game than anyone who has ever yeah. been like, hey, let's play magic together. And then mm. I think I said last week, then they just like stomp me and don't actually teach me how to play. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and that that was 15 years ago or whatever when that was happening. Um, So, you know, uh, that was kind of why I just like, you know what? Magic ain't for me. I uh, don't, don't want to have to learn all this stuff. And then, you know, I played this and the tutorial does an interesting thing where as you're going through each deck it gives you like a couple different styles of deck to play it gives you like each it's giving you a basically rehearsed match or not even rehearsed like a staged match where every time you were going to draw the exact same cards yeah get the same the same Mm -hmm. hand and that's good to get you like set up with like okay what are the possibilities what are combos i can work with and like okay i messed up that combo i did something too soon or whatever i waited too long and okay now i have to redo it but you get another chance to execute on that combo that that's an interesting way to do it the problem is in some of these bot matches the ai is so fucking stupid (laughs) that it doesn't even feel like it matters. Well, what do you want? You want you want to learn from somebody who kicks your ass, or do you want them to give you a little bit I, of? I, I I would like. I feel like there's a better middle ground than, and then I pacify my own unit so it can't block or attack. Like uh, I mean, and, it's, or like, and I give you plus three plus three on your minion. What I think that stuff, or whatever. What I think that stuff does is it shows you you can play that those sure, kinds of cards, yeah. not just on like own enemy creatures and like you can play any you can target anything with that stuff and there are times there's weird strategies and combos where you you would do that yeah Uh, so they just weren't doing any strategy like that and yeah yeah in situations where it doesn't make sense it would if they put in like a weird situation where that made sense that would be you know cool like oh whoa i didn't expect that uh but then it's just they're sitting there with a useless card on their board and sure. it's like it seemed like they just wanted to play something it's like they had to play something that turn for some reason they mm. couldn't not play something um so yeah uh, that and then i played a few human matches with like the starter deck stuff and was just like i have no idea what their deck is doing no idea what's going on i don't know if they were using a starter deck they must have been because i was using if it was in the decks, starter deck duel they were yeah there was stuff and i was like you've got cards that are like transforming after a few turns mm-hmm. and then like 
and it was just so much to keep track of. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. And there's I was, of... yeah, there's, there's, there's so much. And that, that was just what I was, you know, thinking going on. I'm just going to be overwhelmed by stuff. And playing against people online, there's like a pressure and the game puts pressure on you to just like, you got to do something because uh, the timer is going to yeah. run out or whatever. And it's like, but wait, I don't understand what this card does. Uh, and you can kind of see it in action and take time or whatever. But it was very flustering to. I think it's funny that, that that it's that it's uh, that it has this effect on you, but you can play fighting games. <laughs> Because fighting yeah. games are so much worse. <laughs> but I don't have to read, and like I could just like watch. And be like, okay, that guy punched me in the face like twenty times and kicked me up in the yeah, air. Yeah, but you have and... to you have to learn what each what every single like normal does and no, stuff like that. And, absolutely not. I mean, no, if no. you want to be good at it, you do. No, no, it's, I no, I just go in. I mean, I you, fe- I feel the music, and then you could I do that with magic too. You could just feel the card play. You could just throw cards out on the. This on is the not table. Yu-Gi-Oh. We don't, we don't believe in the heart of the cards. Eh. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could make a deck where that's all you do. You yes, could make like I, so you could make a mid-range is, deck where you just yes. play creatures that go out and yeah. The, the, I I could certainly play from the I am just going to worry about my shit and my shit alone and not try to like respond at all or like respond at all to what they're doing. But I would also like to, as I'm learning, I'd like to know what they're doing. But mm-hmm. it just became so much at once. Whereas like I I. Ah! Uh, when it okay, basically so when it got to the uh multi multi color decks, when it's like, oh, this is like a yellow blue or a, a red green or whatever, I was like, I uh, yeah, uh, okay. So what you're gonna do if the timer is a problem, it still has a timer, but you're gonna install Magic the Gathering online. Uh, the timer functions differently. It's more Absolutely like a match not. timer. Where your individual Never. actions are not timed, it's just it's you have an amount of time for the match uh, that you get to take, and so you can use all that up in the first game, and then just I, forfeit the other two matches. Did, but you're learning then. I did get some cool uh, Lord of the Rings cards. I got mm-hmm. a Sauron and an Aragorn and a Samwise and a Legolas and a Innkeeper. Mm-hmm. That That's that one was uh, surprising. I was like, wait, what Innkeeper? Why is that legendary? Okay, I guess. I think I got Bill. Like, Bill the pony. Mm-hmm. I that's that's the thing I want is I want I want the Lord of the Rings deck. <laughs> you should try it. You, I'm serious. I'm I'm I think you would really like it. Uh, I don't I don't think it's that bad to learn. I mean, it's complicated for sure, but it's you know there's it's it's it is. Um, I think that that arena gives you good tools to kind of go from not knowing anything about it to to kind of knowing uh, how to play and stuff. Oh yeah, um, I, I feel like I know how to play. Uh, yeah, at a, at the most basic level, and you know there was stuff before that I didn't realize or understand. Uh, but now I'm like, oh okay, that's how that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's also just like. When there's so many cards, be like, "What the fuck is that? I don't, I don't know what that is." Uh, yeah, that, that's yeah, I think where I get part lost. of why I enjoy it so much is because like seeing new cards is always really exciting to me, and like seeing something that I haven't seen before is really fun. Yeah, um, 
and I, I had it. I had the coolest, maybe the coolest win I've ever had last night in game three of a match. Cause in magic online, it's pretty much always best of three and real in like paper magic. You pretty much always play best of three. Uh, and I had a deck, I was doing the new player gauntlet in magic online, which is like, they give you a random modern deck. Modern is a format that has cards from the last 20 years. It's the main reason I'm playing magic online. Cause you can't play that in arena. Cause arena doesn't have cards that go back that far. Uh, and, um, you then you play against people and you get like rewards based on how much it costs new player points, which you get for making a new account and paying for the account upgrade because magic online is not really free to play in the way that, uh, arena is. Um, and, uh, but it, you can, it's, you can play, you can get a, an account upgrade for like 10 bucks and then they give you a shitload of cards. So, uh, it's not, it's also not that expensive to play. It's cheaper to play than arena really. Um, but, uh, I was game three of a match and I had this deck that uses um, a card called, I want to make sure I spell it right uh, or pronounce it right. Um, and I can't remember, I can't find it now. Uh, Molten Peninsula, is that what it's called? Well, I'm, oh, here we go. It's called Valakut the Molten Pinnacle. Um, Love the Molten Pinnacle. Valakut the Molten Pinnacle reads, it enters the battlefield tapped. It's a land. Whenever a mountain enters the battlefield under your control, if you control at least five other mountains, you may have Valakut the Molten Pinnacle deal three damage to target creature or player. And then it also adds red mana. So uh, I was playing against somebody who had like mono white humans, and they whittled me down to one life. But then I was able to play this, uh, and, and I had like a bunch of of lands out, and they had twenty eight life. I was able to play a card called Scape Shift that let me sacrifice a bunch of my lands and then replace them with lands from my deck. So I was able to play five mountains, and I had three copies of Valakut out. So each one of those mountains was doing nine damage, and so I basically got to do I got to do forty five damage on my turn by playing all of those lands down and win the game from one life. And it was, it was so sick. <laughs> I was like, this is so fucking cool. I think um, it was the, f- I think you basically described that deck last week. I did. When we were talking I did. So I like, and I got okay. to do it this time. So, and it was, it was, it was very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Get to, no, got I, to play both sides. Yeah. I think, um, the big, if you've, we, we've talked about chess here in, in, in there, but I think the big thing, uh, why you would like it, Allison, is it's kind of like playing chess, but you there's more there's like as many pieces as there are magic cards, and once they're on the board, they it, it feels like you're playing a chess match, uh, which is pretty cool. It's it's just different from other card games because of the way that the the uh, the combat works. Um, mm. Yeah, I think you'd like it. You should try it. To, and, and the Lord of the Rings stuff is a good entry point for sure. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, those Lord of the Rings cards look really cool. <laughs> Arena so. really is free to play too. I mean, it's yeah. you, you can you can play it without spending money and have a pretty good time, and you can play it only spending a little bit of money and have a very good time. Um, it's kind of like you get out what you put into it from a money perspective. You definitely don't have to spend shitloads of money on it to enjoy it. Uh, oh, for sure, I'll definitely check that out. They're selling the 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 Lord of the Rings cards until 2025. 
Uh, Ooh, yay. So I've got, but, uh, got some time. You'll be able to craft them forever, though. Uh, they'll never go away from, like, availability. You just won't be able to buy the packs after that. Um, and then I also picked up DNF Duel on PC because the first DLC character came out, so it, they put it on mega discount, which that game really needed. This is DNF Duel is a game that, like, actually kind of kicked off my interest in fighting games again last year. Um, I, I have it on PlayStation. Um, and, uh, it's, it's cool. It's a really good game. It it had a lot of balance issues. Uh, so it got kind of heavily shit on by the community and it fell to like, not to like basically becoming a discord fighter where you find people to play against using discord because it just couldn't maintain a player base because there were really oppressive combos that were not that hard to do that only a couple characters had access to. So you could just, it was just like everybody played those characters and stuff. But alongside the release of Spectre, their first DLC character, they did a huge balance pass. Um, my understanding is that a lot of those issues have been, if not completely resolved, like almost entirely mitigated with the way that they, they added this new cube system where you can pick two different awakening sort of passive sets awakening is their like comeback mechanic when you get below a certain health threshold you get certain but each character gets a unique kind of passive bonus and then they have a like super that they can do um and now it used to be that it was that only activated at 30 percent health but now you can switch to a version that's like less impactful but activates at 50 percent health um so I'm not totally clear on how it's affecting the metagame. I think there's still a lot of people figuring that out because it's a pretty massive change. But um, but people are playing it again, and everything I see from people on like Reddit and stuff is positive about where the game's at now with the patch. Uh, and I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, it has a story mode where each character has like a little visual novel set of stuff, uh, and that's been fun. To I've gone through it with a couple characters. I played a little bit of specter. I don't know that she's for me, but I think she's cool. Um, she's hard to play in my opinion. Um, but, uh, she's, she's pretty neat. And that game is just, it's very good. It, it's, it's similar to grand blue in ways because you have like a light attack, a, a heavy, it's well, you have a light attack, a medium attack, and then a skill attack, which is basically like a heavy, but the skill attacks are like, more impactful than just a heavy attack would be in street fighter it's like they're like moves um and they look like uh, special moves basically and then you have hmm? how is specter not for you pat this this is she is sword mommy like it's just yeah she's cool i mean don't get me wrong i think she's a cool character um i like her vibe uh we saw your vibe. We liked your vibes from across the room. Or <laughs> uh, Spectre. Um, but, uh, but no, I just had a hard time kind of grasping. Now, also, I was up really late last night. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe if I tried her without being tired, I would like her more. Um, but um, it's then, then you have, you have, you have like light attack, medium attack, skill attack. And then you have heavy, you have uh, magic attacks kind of like in grand blue they use a meter the mana meter and it's the magic attack system is cool because you can just push a direction and the button so you don't have to do inputs if you don't want to or you can do the full input and you get it's better if you do the full input etc etc like so it's like that arxis thing 
of having the the um, special button. Uh, and then it's got a block button. You can also just hold back to block though, so it's not like Mortal Kombat or anything. Um, the block button is mostly good because it's also you can dodge with it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a really cool game. It's really it looks just incredible in motion. It's like the most recent, I think, uh, definitely the most recent Arxis release. So like visually, it's kind of the art style is not quite as cool as Strive, in my opinion. Um, but on so a it's also based level, on a mobile game. No, DNF is a is like a. I'm sure it's probably on phones there yeah. too. But like it's 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 a it's started on PC, I think. Okay. But it's just been it's Dungeon Fighter is uh, a game that is very popular in other territories. <laughs> it is yeah. very popular in like China and stuff. It is not really not really a game that people play in the West. Um, kind of like Grand Blue. Um, but I have no interest in, I like Grand Blue, the mobile game. Um, I don't have any interest in Dungeon Fighter. <laughs> uh, but the, the fighting game is awesome. Uh, it's really, really good. And it looks, like I said, yeah, it, technically it's like their best looking game. Um, so I uh, definitely recommend it while it's on sale to people because it is fun. And it seems like the player counts are going to hold enough that you'll be able to get games, um, which you hasn't hasn't really happened for since the game came out. And sure. I will grant you it is wild that it took them this long. Like the game came out in. Yeah. June of last year and then they put out mm. one balance patch in December and this is then they just didn't do anything since then <laughs> uh, so yeah. I don't know what they were thinking out? in 2021 I think 2021 okay they didn't they haven't put out a game this year they're they finally so, hit what have they been doing what I will I mean, say they've been is working on like patches for things but Ah, uh, is this is not the same team as Strive? Yeah, yeah um, Arxis did work on this, but the main team is, I think, a group of people that the group that made Marvel versus Capcom, um, uh, Marvel versus Capcom three, um, Infinite, or or I guess Infinite, yeah, not 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 three. Um, it's not actually. Obviously, it's Capcom made yeah. uh, MVC Infinite, so but like it's a like contract team. Yeah, I think I think I think so. I'm not positive okay. that I. But yeah, it was not Arxis that made that like developed the core game play. Yeah, they just published it and worked on it some. Um, and I think it's I think they had more influence on the like art and visuals of the game because it looks like an Arxis game than on the the balance and mechanics. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, but for all I know, because this other team just kind of didn't, wasn't making it happen. Maybe Arxis came in and, and did some work on it. I, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, they, it's, you can never, you, it's like a black box a lot of times yeah. at these fighting game studios. So, um, hard to say, but, uh, it's, it, it's, it's good. I don't know. I like it. Uh, very approachable and a lot of fun. Um, and then the last thing that I didn't put on this list is I, Surprise. I don't know if I'll, f I'm hoping to be able to finish it or shit gets crazy, but we'll see. Um, I just kind of like got, 
got it in my head that I wanted to play Bloodborne. So I oh. am a uh, chunk of the way into Bloodborne. I'm past where I, I well, I'm about where I've gotten in the past. Uh, I uh, that game is obviously a modern masterpiece. Uh, incredible, incredible Speaking game. Of good vibes like that. That the aesthetic and just like uh, oh, atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need inspiration to... for the lies of P. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I, actually was part of why I was I wanted. What, oh, sure, sure, sure. I think that's subconsciously yeah. one of the things that got in my head to play it because people were talking about comparing Lies of P to Bloodborne. Yeah, I I feel like I I should finish it because I never did, but it's a um that that is a that's a cool it, game. It's yeah. the most approachable of the. I I think like it it's more action based and like fast paced but mm-hmm. it doesn't have as many different options to choose from and like build choices it's yeah it's much it's more, more you're picking a weapon and that's basically kind of the, yeah and yeah. like that's kind of my criticism of it too is yeah. having played like dark souls before that and then coming to bloodborne i was disappointed that there weren't more options uh, and I felt kind of like, oh, well, everything is very similar. There, there are some weird gimmicky things you can do, um, but for the most part, my criticism part, of that game is that it fucking blows that it's stuck on the PlayStation Four. Yeah, and I don't know what we're doing here. I mean, it still plays fine. It's on PS Five. It's pretty much yeah. locked to thirty, and it 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 runs just fine. And yep. once I got used to it, I it stopped. But like when I first started it, I was like, this looks like shit. And it runs like shit. What are we doing here? And then uh, after about 20 minutes, I was like, all right, well, I've adjusted enough to it that it it's not yeah. bothering me anymore. Um, and the art design is strong enough that it, it like kind of overcomes the the, yeah. the issues with the visuals. Um, so whereabouts but, uh, are you in? So I'm game? not that far in it. I'm, I'm only uh, I, will, I will also say I hear what you're saying about it being approachable because of the sort of limitations it is so hard it is yes, so much yes, harder than any yes. of their other games <laughs> like mm-hmm. people say Sekiro is harder and I didn't get that far um, into Sekiro either Bloodborne is so fucking hard man when, when you, I, I feel like Bloodborne has a very difficult start yeah and then later uh, like it uh, Bloodborne has a difficult start and I feel like it evens out later on it's been a while diffi- since I played all the way through Sekiro starts pretty easy and gets very difficult. That makes sense. I didn't get far enough into Sekiro yeah. to see the really hard shit. So I plan to, um, cause I want to try to get through more of these games, um, before that Elden Ring DLC eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so started, I was like, Oh, this is so much easier now that I've played other souls games. Cause it was actually the first, well, that's not true. Demon souls was, but, mm-hmm. um, I played bloodborne when it came out and, and yeah. tried and it just, I just was not, I couldn't handle it. Um, and I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. And I, and I got through the, you know, the, you start and there's the, the area with the bonfire and like all the dudes around it. And, uh, in the past I was like, oh, I got to pick these guys off one by one. And this time I just kind of went and killed them all. I was like, oh yeah, okay. This is, it's great. This isn't nearly as hard. The guy on the, 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 the pounding on the wall guy, uh, or pounding on the Mm -hmm. gate guy, it just like kill those guys. And it was like, oh, okay. But then I hit those fucking wolves on the bridge. Yep. And they're just so hard. They're so hard. Mm -hmm. They don't stop attacking. Mm -hmm. And there's two of them. Mm -hmm. And it takes like 20 hits to kill them. Mm -hmm. 
and it's just like I was just like this is fucking blows, man. It's you gotta, so you gotta, up. You gotta parry. You gotta shoot him and then stab him in the mouth or whatever. Yeah, but when you parry and do one of them, the and other the one other is attacking one. Yeah, you. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's one on one. They're not a problem. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah. It, it, so anyway, I was hung up on that for a while. Um, you don't really even have to fight them. You can go around them. Yeah. Um, but still, I was just like, oh my fucking god. Uh, and then I hit the, hit the cleric beast. Um, mm-hmm. and I well, I died to the cleric beast a couple times, and I was like, man, this is. I forgot how hard this is. I don't know how how far I'm gonna make it because this is like so tough. But um, but then I killed the cleric beast like third try. Um. Yeah. And then uh, it's a very cleric beast is a very classic from soft. Oh yeah, soul, I, it's a it's a good boss. boss too. Good 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 boss. Um, and then I uh, like shortly after I <laughs> I got to Gascoigne and uh, I was like one hit classic the classic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one hit from killing him and I got greedy instead of just like dodging Not even out close baby. And he and he killed me, and I had like, like, it, I don't know if she recognized the fight or what, but my partner was like, "I'm gonna take the dog for a walk." When she saw that I was <laughs> fighting him, because I because she knew I was gonna get so fucking mad at that fight, and I forgot about the music box thing. Uh-huh. I had the okay, music box. I was box, about to ask, but I I forgot about it. So then I came back and I I beat him on like the second try, mm-hmm. second or third try. Um, without using the music box. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right, I'm, I think I'll be pretty good. And the next couple areas didn't really bother me, but I, I can't deal with the, the Galling God guy. I didn't, it's, I can't devail or whatever his name is. Hunter. Whatever. Oh yeah. Um, no, that guy, that guy, that area sucks. <laughs> I impact. Like it's I got the neat, shortcut it's open a neat zone, but also yeah, yeah, yeah. it sucks. The, um, the church with all the, the beasts yeah. and it is rough i but i got through it oh um, I, like that i think that area i just always like sprint through i'm just like okay well i gone. killed i carefully picked through everything um i, I cheesed the hunter that's like on the yeah. ground level there because oh, okay. i was like i can't fight him and deal with this gallon gun at the same time mm-hmm. um so i just cheat there's a he like rubber bands really easily mm-hmm. yeah. um or leashes really easily and his health doesn't go back up when he leashes so you can just kind of like stand right outside of his range and then yeah. he'll like run up and try to attack you, and you can hit him a couple times, and then he runs away. Uh, so I did cheese him that way. But uh, then I went up the, the ladder to fight the guy, and the guy's a fucking—he's like yep. a brick shit house. I don't—I yep. don't know what. And and you can't dodge because you fall off the roof if you dodge. So like, yep. I, it's it's rough. He's—I might he's just not got a kill cool. Him. We- yeah, you can come back later. He's got a cool weapon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a weird oh, sure. like fist spike thing uh but yeah but fuck man i can't yeah, I can. yeah. it's it's so but the common way at least for me to beat him is to somehow knock him off the building yeah yeah <laughs> i tried that a few times but i was not having luck with consistency on it yeah um so i don't know i'll, I'll, I'll probably come back later because i want to because that's where i stopped before because mm-hmm. the area was so it just i couldn't deal with yeah. it uh, and I don't want to get stuck again, so I think I'm just going to continue to push on through the the, yeah. the lower city area because I got that shortcut unlocked, so I can kind of yeah. I don't have to run past him anymore. I can just go down there totally. Um, and uh, and I like that area down there. It's fucked up. I got the game got me like just hook, line, and sinker. There's a spot where 
you're walking around down there and the door, a door like explodes open and a werewolf jumps out into the street <laughs> and it scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> and I jumped a foot in the air and went, ah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's another uh, classic from soft thing. It's just like, usually it's just like guy through a stack of boxes. I'm like, ah, yeah. So I always like, expect that. I always, yeah. anytime there's a corner, I'm always like, there's going to be a guy there. And I like do the like, ah, and like mm-hmm. get ready for it. But I was not expecting the door to blast open, uh, so they got me very, very good. They blasted um, you, but uh, but one on one, I can handle the wolves now reasonably okay. So yeah. uh, they're not they're not so bad. I can kill them in like two or th- not two or three, but like five or six hits. I've been kind of alternating between the the switch axe and it's not called a switch axe. That's a monster. That's the monster. Yeah. Um. That's the the saw cleaver. No, that's the that's no like the, the saw basic. cleaver. Yeah. I'm also we're using the saw cleaver. Um, it's it's I forget what the axe is called. Trick axe, maybe. Um, no, that's the tricks. I mean, they're trick, trick weapons. Cane? So the sword can't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. But the, I've been alternating between them. I think I like the the saw cleaver more. Um, mm-hmm. I will say that is probably the my biggest. Axe. Yeah, my biggest critique of the game is sort of something you said, which is I wish there was more there were more weapons that you get early on because you really just get like the three and then you get the Kirk hammer and the Kirk hammer just doesn't feel super viable to me because of how fast everything in that game is. So like, I know you can, you know, mm-hmm. step back and then use, do the big hammer swing, but I just, I'm doing a strength based build, um, yeah. but I the Kirk hammer is just so slow. I can't, yep. I can't really mm-hmm. get into it. Um, and there, so it's cool. I mean, it's a I cool weapon. The, but. Uh, there's like a spear. Like yeah, a, I've heard about that, and that's, uh, that's I think the that's, thing I you you've passed it. I can't remember what it's like. I'm oh, not gotta, seeing it on this list. There's like one. It's um, it's very early. It's before Gaskion even. Um, I'm trying to the saw spear. Avoid the use, saw spear. Uh, I'm trying to avoid using guides, but I should yeah. probably at least go get that. Yeah, the the saw spear. It's near. Oh wait, I have that. I have. Yeah, that. yeah. That's not that it's one. Like, so yeah, I, the, my my point being, like, you do get some stuff early, but so much of it is the, just like you don't find it until like really late, and you've already like a, gone so hard into some specific builds or whatever that it feels weird to change. The thing about the point. saw spear is that it's kind of the same as the saw yes. cleaver. Yes, also that. So <laughs> that is another disappointing I, thing. Is like I haven't really used it much because I've just, I like the, the, um, yeah, the, the animation on the, 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 the speed basically on the cleaver more. Yeah. So totally. Um, yeah, but, uh, but it, that's sad. I mean, it's obviously a masterpiece of a game. It's incredibly fun. And, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing more of it. Cause this is as far as I've got, I'm actually a little farther than I've gotten. Cause I never mm-hmm. got past, the uh, the gun itself and sure. down into the, the de- sort of depths of the area. Uh, okay. And it's real fucked up down there. Um, and I'm looking forward to getting into the swamp because I did not, I don't. So one of the fun things about Bloodborne, I know sort of the gist of the story. Um, mm-hmm. I am told that I don't know like everything. So that I, there's still like narrative stuff for me to kind of I, learn about. I don't know what you know and what you don't know. I know that things I don't I don't know. I don't want to 
it's it's not like it's a new game but what do you know quote unquote about bloodborne i know that you eat the umbilical cord and go fight like cthulhu mommy on the moon uh uh sort of i'm uh, kind of that, that is the umbilical cord thing is optional yeah but i i mean that's like it's that is, from that a is lore a... and narrative perspective i know that you're like there you're tied to the like eldritch blood and that it's like mm-hmm. you're part of the problem etc cetera, etc cetera, and da, 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 da. like i know that yes. there's that those elements exist but i'm told that i don't really fully know like the full extent of that stuff. Sure. Uh, and so it should still be interesting for me in the long run. I and think the cool thing too. There'll be some exciting moments for you. The other cool thing is I know that I've seen that, that boss fight, the moon boss fight. Yeah. Um, so I kind of know what that looks like, but I only really remember like the first phase of it. I know it gets pretty fucking wild as it goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I saw Matt Rory mm-hmm. do it on a stream. Um, and then I know I've seen like the guy with the big head, the yeah. like alien guy with the big head. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I haven't seen any of the other bosses. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to like, there's like 13 bosses that I don't know yeah. what they look like and stuff. So I know there's the big skeleton thing. I've seen s- pictures of that, but I haven't seen it in the game. The thing with the like long neck and it's all, I, I don't know. And I when I've I don't want to look it up because I don't yeah. want to see more bosses because that's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. Uh but uh, I'll point it out when I when I fight it and sure, have yeah. the name of it. But uh and yeah, so that's just fun. They keep talking like about a spider. Ele- yeah. Which there is um, an an element of am I remembering this from Dark Souls or is it in Bloodborne? I don't or yeah, like there's sure. there is some bleed over there. Um but uh but yeah, the impeccable aesthetic and mm-hmm. they like zero in on all of the stuff that I like the most from their games. Not mm-hmm. that there's stuff. I, d- I mean, Dark Souls three is probably the more distance I get from it. The more, I would say it's probably my second favorite game ever. Um, so I, I obviously I love everything about that game. Um, but uh, the, the, and there's plenty of stuff in that game that I really, really like from a from a like design perspective but uh bloodborne does just does have that sort of like the flavor of the lore and what's going on is so cool um mm-hmm. and uh and I'm, I'm really into it um it's and part of it <laughs> to be honest with you there's a little bit of uh i think the thing that really made me install it is that i found I, when i was at a store to play magic the gathering uh, last Did you week. find Bloodborne the the board game? No, I've seen that plenty of times. I can't. It's <laughs> it's 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 cool. I don't have room mm-hmm. in my life anymore for the board games that pile on like ten thousand yeah. mm-hmm. miniatures. Um, it's it's I it's 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 just there's too many. I have the Horizon Zero Dawn board game, and it's like eight boxes and <laughs> like three hundred <laughs> miniatures, and it's very cool. But I don't. I can't do it anymore. I have the Dark yeah. Souls board game, and it's the same thing. Um, no, but I'm gonna put this as a this card that I bought because I saw it in their case and it was only like a dollar. Um, it is called Arvanox the mind flail. I put it in our chat. Yeah, it's very sick and it very much looks like something from bloodborne. Uh, it does. Yeah. And uh, I decided I want to make a commander deck themed around it. 
um, which is a way to play Magic the Gathering, um, where you have like a card that is sort of your 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 boss baby, and you, mm, you can mm. play it from outside of your deck and stuff, uh, and you always have access to it. So I saw that card, and um, I was like, man, that looks like Bloodborne. I should play Bloodborne. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I'd been talking about playing Bloodborne for like a year um, to some friends, and finally I was like, I'm just going to install it, and I'm going to start playing it. And if I don't play all the way through it, that's okay, but I want to I wanna play a little bit of Bloodborne. And I think I'm going to try to get through the whole thing because yeah. I'm really enjoying it. It it it's not that long, like, but no, it, it is thing. it is difficult. But I, I think once you start making it past like the parts, you know, now yeah. you're like, okay, I'm just going to move past the part where I got stuck uh, before because you don't have to like it's not a boss you have to beat or something right there. It's just like and then come back and fight him exactly, really exactly. So as, as long as you can like overcome that obstacle in your own brain, uh, I think you'll reach a lot of stuff where you're like, oh shit, hell yes, yeah. Bloodborne really is the game where they figured out that you just people just want to go back to, to people don't want to have to like trudge through the map to get places. Like, just let me teleport where I want to go, uh, <laughs> please. And, yes. you know, you can make it difficult getting between those those checkpoints. Um, that is one thing about it that is that is also difficult, is there's so few bonfire equivalents yeah. compared to their other games. It's really interesting. It's not bad, but it's so much more uh, uh, shortcut-based, like yep. the navigation and stuff. Um which is, is, is interesting, I think. Um, but it still has the, ultimately what it comes down to, I've realized the thing about FromSoft games, um, the spectacle is huge. Of course, the boss fights are, the, the combat and boss fights being so good are the bread and butter of those games. But what really puts them over the top to being some of my favorites is the way that the levels fold in on themselves and 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 the way that it it's like, a such a such a more interesting take on the do you see that place you can go there concept because it's very much true in those games but figuring out how to get there is always such a fascinating puzzle of like well i see that ledge up there there's clearly stuff on it how do i get up there and working your way through the map to to do it is is really cool yeah and there's a density to mhm uh, yeah Bloodborne that isn't really present until again until Elden Ring, uh, yeah. in like in like sections of Elden Ring. Um, that is, I'm, I think Dark cool. Souls Three is pretty reminiscent of Bloodborne's level design in a lot of ways, in, but in certain certain spaces. But even that is not as dense or it's not as claustrophobic. Not that's as claustrophobic. For sure. Yes, that's that's yeah. maybe that's the um, best word for the, it. The environments in Dark Souls Three are not open. But they they give you a lot more room to maneuver, um, and uh, there's and there's also a greater sense of like scale. I think in Dark Souls three that is intentional. Um, like when you hit that that uh, checkpoint on the vista overlooking the dilapidated township below, that is like whoa! This is this is like big. It feels big. It looks big. Uh, and it is big, really. Um, and the distances between between spaces are are extensive. I think that Bloodborne has a 
a very cool in a different way like fuck man there is no i cannot move around i've got to deal with a lot of enemies at once and i am inside a house and i have to fight like and it's like a normal sized house not a video game big huge house it's like <laughs> yeah it's like the size of my apartment and i gotta fight three beast guys in it uh and and it's it's cool the claustrophobic elements of it are pretty cool and like moments like when you're in the the sewers and there's the the like there's the little area where there's like eight of those crawling body guys and it's like these guys are not hard and the sequence is not hard but boy, is it unsettling that like I don't have really anywhere to go, and there's a lot of these guys. All of them are crawling at me. Yep. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's cool. It's very, it's very cool. Yeah. It's very much a horror game. Yes. In addition to mm-hmm. being, it, I would almost it go so far as to say like survival it's like, horror. Yeah. More than mm-hmm. like it, silent. It's it, Resident Evil Four versus Silent Hill Two. Yeah. Even though both, are, it, I guess, are survival horror, but. Yeah, but it definitely feels like. They took inspiration from stuff like Resident Evil yeah. when they made it, um, because it it has those those horror elements, not just in the aesthetic design, but in the the level design and the encounter design too, which is very cool. Um, and it makes it feel distinct from Dark Souls in a way that I'm I'm really enjoying and hadn't really thought of before. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I f- I feel like there's been aspects of that but maybe that was more demon souls had stuff like that like the uh Uh, there's certainly horror elements in all of their games yeah don't get me wrong um but but i think it's consistently there yes like like elden ring has some stuff where you're like ooh, that was creepy Mm -hmm. um but but it's never really stops in in bloodborne um and it and it really hits all of the horror i mean the, the creature design is fucked up the it's hard Limited resources are a thing, although I am not struggling with that this time around. I, mm-hmm. I did when I first played it, but now I don't ever really run out of stuff. I run out of bullets uh, yeah. a lot. but and you just stab um, yourself and turn your blood into bullets. Exactly, yep. Um, and, uh, but but then it also has the, the, um, the sort of that claustrophobic environment design contributes to the feeling of it being more of a horror game than, than some of their other stuff. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal game. I'm going to hopefully get through it in the next couple weeks. I want to play Remnant 2 when that comes out. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't week. realize it was coming out so soon. Yeah. But uh, I might just put it on hold until I finish Bloodborne because I would sure, really like yeah. to finish it. It's not going anywhere. So, I mean, neither is my friends that I but... played Remnant 1 with are all big on Diablo. And I'm obviously excited mm-hmm. for season one of Diablo as well. So, I don't know that I'll have anybody to play Remnant with when it comes out anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, maybe this was the final seal we needed to get Bloodborne PC announced. And so any day now, uh, or as soon as you finish Bloodborne on the PS5, they will announce Bloodborne on the PC. That's fine. I won't be, I won't be mad. I'll play it again. Uh, <laughs> it sure would be cool to play it with, you know, a, f- a normal frame rate and stuff like <laughs> it's so stupid that like it, a modern game mm-hmm. yeah that would i'm sure nice. there's stuff in that game that's tied to frame rate and it's not as simple as just unlocking it but, but it should be. like dark souls 3 i thankfully have only played that game 
with the like remastered version that runs at 60 frames a second on PS5 and PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so good. It just it looks so good. It runs so good. It plays so good. Like we should be. We should. We should have that for Bloodborne. There's no good reason why that that shouldn't exist by now. Um, so yeah, someday maybe. I don't think. I actually. My theory is that Sony doesn't give a fuck about Bloodborne because it sold like 2 million copies and God of War sold like 30 million copies. Yeah. So they're basically like, why the fuck would we ever touch that game again? Yeah. Um, and they never will. Uh, and it will continue to rot and rot away. And you will get to play Bloodborne on PC at 60 frames a second when PS4 emulation is figured out, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which sucks. Can, and Sony play- sucks. If you're willing to jailbreak your PS5. Actually, I don't think it's available on PS5 yet, but... Uh, the guy who did the I thought PS4 about 60 FPS patch did get uh, it running on PS5 at 60 FPS. I so. I have a my partner's. We kept my partner's PS4 uh, mm-hmm. because there's, it has sentimental value. But I since I traded my PS4 Pro in when I got my PS5, mm-hmm. I would have to play it on a base PS4, and I don't think that the patch works yeah, on yeah, base PS4. So. so, but I I trust me. I am if he gets it going on ps5 and all i have to do is just like unplug it from the internet to make it work i think it's more involved but yeah well but you know what i mean like if, yeah. if it's a if it's a thing where i can unplug it jailbreak it play the play the patched version on it and then kind of basically plug mm-hmm. it back in and and not have my console bricked uh i i might because it sucks that 1080p 60 fps on the playstation 5 uh, i don't know i don't know if there's anything uh i don't think it's finished or anything for the ps5 but i will say i'm playing it at 1440p on a monitor mm-hmm. it looks pretty good it's it it works mm-hmm. um the upscaling or whatever it's doing it doesn't look like it's the wrong resolution which is yeah nice. that's that's important because Man, I tried playing Ghost of Tsushima on something. Was it PS4? PS5? Whatever I was playing it on was 1080p, and I had it plugged into my computer monitor. 1440p monitor. It looked like ass. Yeah, that's how uh, they've typically now, looked. But now they've finally given PS5 1440p. They, they figured it so. out, yeah, in December, and it actually works really well. The the 1440p support, so um, that is good, and it's resulting in me using my PS5 a lot more because I don't I like to sit at my desk when I play games, and mm-hmm. um, so I just have it hooked up. The only downside is I don't have speakers in my mm-hmm. in my uh, monitor, but I can just uh, plug my headset into the ps5 and it works yeah it's got a dongle so i just it's like two seconds to move the dongle over and then or the receiver or whatever it's not really a dongle um but uh yeah so it's been it's been good um and it's probably the only thing i will play on my ps basically now that i've got dnf dual on and <laughs> uh grand blue on pc i don't once i finish bloodborne we'll see what i play next on mm. ps5 because I, I, they sure aren't making anything I give a shit about. Yeah, <laughs> I booted up a little bit of uh, the God of War recently, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm still intrigued by whatever's going on here. But then also, I have not gone back to it since I played that little bit of it. Every, but every time I think about that game, I'm just like, 
it's not even that Ragnarok is bad. I will maybe play it at some point. It's just so depressing that they're just going to make Last of Us and God of War and Horizon forever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're all going to be the same as the ones that came before. Yeah. Them. Yes. I, yeah. Uh, I, I can uh, commiserate on that front, but yeah. it's okay because other companies are making great, fantastic new games. Other like little companies like Nexon making <laughs> Dave the Diver the surprise yeah. smash indie hit. It's yeah, so I've played some of it too, and oh, it's so good. Did you did you know that the developer is just a division of Nexon? They're like a team yeah, of I, Nexon. I did, I did it's see. so weird that they made Nexon, this game. It's yeah. cool, yeah, good for them because the game rocks. But I was like, what? I looked. I was. <laughs> it's it's the free to play game mmo giant nexon just mm-hmm. put out this like little no bullshit <laughs> yeah very cool very uh goofy light-hearted fun uh sushi management diving simulator <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah it's the basic premise is you're a I guess, professional scuba diver. And some guy, you know, is like, Hey, I got a business idea. I need you to come to this place and I need you to scuba dive and catch fish for my sushi restaurant. And then he also makes you work in the sushi restaurant. This seems highly unethical. We're looking like like 16 16 hour days here. Yeah. I'm like, when does Dave get a break? I'm like, Dave gets to sleep, and that is all. Yeah. Because uh, he goes diving twice a day, and then at night he's working in the sushi restaurant. Like he's he's oh, a busy yeah. dude. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then everyone and their mom is coming to Dave, asking for like, I need you to collect three shells. I need. Like, yeah. <laughs> I need this. I need that. And they're like, well, I, what? And Dave doesn't like these people. He's pretty clear. Like, I don't know. I, and, but the, the business guy's like, of course we'll do it. We're capitalism. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. The writing is it's, fun. It's pretty yeah, funny totally. that Nexon put this game out that is pretty openly critical of like, yeah business guys at least and yeah. like shits on like crypto bros and stuff mm-hmm. um cuz i mean it's they're not yeah they're not they're not a stu- they're not a company i would think would publish something that is that goes hard in those ways but um so yeah, was this made fun. in this was made internally at nexon it wasn't just like it's a everything subsidiary called mint rocket i okay. guess but they are yeah. fully owned by Nexon. Okay. Yeah. Have been since before the game came out. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. There's lots of little events while you're diving during the day. Like you'll meet some dolphins. The dolphins like, oh, come help me. Or uh, there's the quests you'll get that uh, you need to collect certain things. You know, I mentioned shells. Or someone will point you towards the, uh, like, oh, here's a little beacon. It's going to point you towards something. You need to go investigate it. Check it out. Or I need this fish to impress these customers. So please go Mm -hmm. catch a shark or whatever. Uh, That stuff's all pretty You've got, like, a researcher who's doing 
stuff. So he's like, oh, I need you to go do this for me. So there's like, I feel like, um, speaking of games that could feel samey, I feel like it, Dave the Diver in like a worse game could have been, um, one where you're just like, oh, I get it. Like after playing it for an hour, but I feel like there's just, there's always something to work towards and there's always ways that you can kind of keep upgrading your your, your gear upgrading yeah you're going and go to new places and you can also they also have the um the the pokemon analog thing where you, it's all the different fish that you can check literally out. So literally it's he's middle-aged ash ketchum the, yeah. with the japanese name shows up to you're like, like, hey, hi. what about these the, fish the, cards? The yeah. NPC stuff is so funny. The gun guy when I when it was oh so my good. God, incredible. Uh, oh yeah, like the, the, the weed whole gun thing guy. is very funny. The oh, the cutscenes, the Yeah. The whole game has has like a pretty it is a nice pixel art aesthetic, a very detailed mm-hmm. pixel art aesthetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. just every once in a while you'll upgrade some sushi or you'll upgrade a dish at your restaurant or you'll ask for a gun upgrade or something like that, and then it'll go into a cutscene with these characters where they get they super they uh they do it's very you know, anime they yes. i had the gun guy um had like some robotic hand that he did like the uh was the the creation or whatever uh god what it, the the famous god and adam painting uh, yeah, is that on the Sistine Chapel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the creation of Adam, I guess. Yeah, it's like the creation of Adam with this robot hand. I'm like, oh, sure, man. Okay, enjoy. Uh, and that like, so the, the restaurant is called Boncho Sushi, and Boncho, Boncho is like the coolest dude. <laughs> Boncho is like the leader of a group of hooligans in school. It's what it literally means. <laughs> Yeah. So that's just like a very funny thing because I recently learned what that meant, and then I start playing this game. I'm like, oh, this this guy's name is literally just hooligan leader. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the 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 restaurant management is okay. It's not. Yeah, I think it's pretty. It's 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 fine, and I think that. You can eventually start hiring people. That makes yeah. it a lot less. I just like, started hiring people. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, this is so much better now. Yeah. And once you fully have people hire, like, hired to both help with cooking and help with the serving, it makes things a lot more um, manageable, too. Um, yeah. Especially since you're like, I don't feel like doing that. So, um the I was just looking at the Steam page a little bit, and I was seeing so much stuff that I have not even scratched the surface of. And so earlier when you're saying um, that it could end up feeling a little samey, and I was like, yeah, I, I can definitely see how it could get there. But then I saw just all of this yeah. other wild stuff that I have not even come close to seeing. It's like, oh, yeah. there's going to be a lot more things to do here across the diving and the across the restaurant part of it. Yeah, and I think that um, I like that the restaurant, I think kind of the, that management aspect of it kind of breaks things up. Um, and, and there's just like a lot. And I feel like 
I, I played a, a pretty decent amount of it, but mm-hmm. there's also like still a bunch of stuff I haven't seen too. Yeah. And um, I, I feel like every in-game day, it, it, there's like something new to see or do. You're never yeah. like, okay, this day is just going to be like a throwaway so that I can do X or whatever. Like, yeah. Every day there's something well, exciting. And even that, at least where I'm at, I'm still like i'm so busy like he's like okay this person wants this this person wants this i gotta get this yeah and then like i'll goof up and i'll die i'm like ah oh, i just basically wasted oh, that i whole, hate that yeah, yeah uh you know for whatever stupid reason um and if you die you just you come you get to come back with one item that you collected while you're underwater but um but you'd already collected yes. like a ton of them yeah. and you're like uh, oh, God damn do it. i do i bring back fish or do i bring back a thing i need for a quest what do what do i do yeah now I'm caught up on all my quests. I've, I've got a free free time to go f- diving before the restaurant has to open. So I can just get a lot of fish. Yeah. I, like I upgraded my suit, upgraded my uh, my carrying stuff. And so I can just bring back a lot of fish and have plenty to put on the menu tonight and upgrade some dishes and all that stuff. So that'll be nice uh, to just to have that little free moment. Uh it has been surprisingly fun. I've been playing on Steam Deck, but docked to a TV, mm-hmm. so that's been oh, okay. perfectly fine. Yeah, I've been playing it just on Steam Deck, and it's I think it's a really good Steam Deck game. Um, I am playing it on just regular old PC with a PS5 controller, and it's, it's mm-hmm. good there, too. Yeah. It's, game, uh, I, I wish it's, the... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's just cool that it's a... Um, it's been such this kind of like out of nowhere success story. Mm-hmm. And it, that's just one of the coolest things with video games is when it's, when you suddenly there's a game that just kind of clicks with a lot of people. Um, within 10 days of its release, it sold a million copies just kind of out of nowhere. That's half a bloodborne. Because, <laughs> because, well, cause like everybody was just like, like looked at that game and went, yes, I do want to play this. Like I, 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 I just saw it on Steam when I was kind of like, like searching through. And I'm like, this game looks good, and then suddenly it became this whole phenomenon. So it's it's uh, I, I I think that's that's really neat when when there's something, even though you know it's a subsidiary of a larger developer, it's it, it's not it doesn't feel like a AAA game or anything, but in a good way. So uh, that's uh. It's cool to see games come out of nowhere and just kind of hit with people. I uh, I wish the the cooking stuff was a little more, um, or the the restaurant stuff was mm-hmm. a little more involved from a like a mechanical mm. perspective. Um, like I was hoping it was a little more like uh, like cooks are served delicious. You were in the you kitchen were actually and not behind the sushi. Yeah, yeah not just yeah. running yeah. plates. Um, it's fine though. It's not bad. Yeah, it looked. Yeah, I, I don't know how far you've gotten in. It looks like they do maybe add a little bit more to that. That's good mechanic. When, you, when they have you pour the tea, I was like, "Oh, this is fun. I like doing this." And then mm-hmm. that was like the only thing you do, and yeah. other than just run back and forth, and that yeah. became. It, look, it looks like they they build that out over time, but not I think sure. it does a really solid job of onboarding you to the new mechan- to the various mechanics. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because I mean, that's one of the things that uh, that's like a very difficult thing to do uh like uh, not to go back to 
dunking on monster menu, but it's like, that's one of the, th- the things that I noticed is that the tutorial is, is not the best and, and how it builds that out is compared to something like Dave the Diver, where it, it adds the new systems in, in, I think a really, you know, a way that makes sense so that every day, like you, you learn something new and it, it doesn't feel like, um, overwhelming mm-hmm. yeah so that's uh dave the diver on steam uh, i th- to your point allison about it coming out and everyone just kind of latching on i wonder how much of that was people actively looking for things to buy because of the steam sale I'm like oh it's steam sale well uh, what's on the I... store or would it have sold more if the Steam sale hadn't been going on? People were like, oh, well, I've got to buy these 50 other games that have been on my wish list for three years and are finally at a price that I'm willing to pay or whatever. I mean, uh, I think that that definitely could be part of it because I was uh, I was just browsing the Steam the Steam store because of the sale. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this looks good. It's uh, minorly on sale because it's uh, just launched. But, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. So I, it's, it's hard to say, but I, I think that people were looking at the steam store at the right time yeah. um, to notice it. And then, and then the word of mouth kind yes. of uh, yes, absolutely. got pretty intense for it. And everybody is talking about David Diver and com- recommending it because it's a really good game. So yeah. Uh, so Dave, the diver, check it out. It's, it's fun. Uh, yeah, definitely. And then, uh, as you might I, not, have room in your budget for Dave the Diver after you buy $150 of magic cards. Oh, well, no. you don't have that, to. I, that's a buy. Th- that's a that's game. a good purchase. <laughs> well, hey, you don't magic have to cards purchase, have value. You don't have to purchase Exo Primal because it's on Game Pass. Um, assuming you have a Game Pass subscription and or and or are interested in a Game Pass subscription. Uh, Exoprimal is the newest game from Capcom, uh, which it is their not Dino Crisis, the dinosaur shooting game. <laughs> Where everybody's with like, the is this lady Dino with Crisis? red hair. And then it's like, no. Very misleading, Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> please, please throw us a bone. As Dino Crisis fans, I've not even played Dino least Crisis, it's, and it's, I'm begging great, for Dino right? Crisis. It's a, it's a brilliant game, right? It's it, it's I I don't know why it exists. Uh, <laughs> I can't I, like I it's I don't like I don't even have a problem. It's not awful. I don't. Yeah, it's uh, not it's not bad. It's just not exceptional. I, I, I think it's bad. I don't think it's like egregiously horrible. It's I, not a good game. I, I yes, think. I mean it's not a good game, but I also don't like it. It's doing what it does without I don't think there are any like there are I think plenty it, of criticisms to level at it but it, it does bad. the thing it does yeah sure I think it looks bad and I think the shooting plain. is bad Um, the shooting has like no weight it's just kind of it feels kind of like you're playing like um, Earth Defense Force or something sure mm-hmm. you're just kind of like pulling the trigger and it just just letting it rip. Yeah. And I don't think it has any real like personality. For a game that's like Warframes fighting dinosaurs, there's really not yeah. a lot of like heart or 
yeah, personality it, going on at yeah, all. Yeah, there is. Uh, it, it just kind of is, and I don't know why it is. I think my bone to pick with this game is that it. I. I mean, I'm playing on on Game Pass, mm-hmm. but it's sixty fucking dollars. Yeah, that's it, the, the, yeah. And uh, with battle pass microtransactions out the ass, battle passes, yeah, cosmetics. I can't imagine a worse way to spend sixty dollars on a video game in twenty twenty three. Like I can't There's a think lot of, of it. good video games out there right now. Yeah, I can't think of anything that's come out this year at a sixty dollar price point that is less deserving of a sixty dollar price point than this game. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, like, that's it's. And even, like, it's not even, like, oh, it's too expensive, because, again, I don't hate this game. I played for, like, two hours with a friend, and it was... And I don't hate it, either. Yeah, it like, it was, like, I was like, I feel like I've seen everything this game has to offer. And there's, like, it, some mod stuff you can put on, like, oh, shoot faster, or have, like, you know, make this ability stronger, but... That's not going to actually meaningfully change the game. Uh, the the so, part where you can be a T Rex is really cool. Yeah, that's, I like that's, that. It's always fun to be a dinosaur, or like do a do an evolve and or a Left for Dead and turn into the the monster and attack mm-hmm. the enemy team. That's fun evolve, stuff. Gone too soon. Yeah, uh, I now I that's a video I game. I didn't buy Evolve, but when I played the beta, I did enjoy playing Evolve. Uh, I probably enjoyed playing Evolve more than I enjoyed playing. Oh, ab- uh, <laughs> Exoprimal. Absolutely, no like, question about it. There's the whole the premise is bizarre. You're in some PMs, not PMC, PMC. I don't know. You're in some governmental or private security force. And you're on a patrol, and then oh no, you get your ship gets hit by lightning or something, and then you crash on this island, and then there's an evil AI on the island, and the AI is sending people exo primals, ex, exos. I don't even know. I don't remember what they're called. They're sending the the guys in the exosuits back to the year 2040, which was when a space elevator that was on the island collapsed and like basically destroyed the island so the AI is sending people back to that day and having war games where it's two teams of five fighting against each other and it's pulling these people from across different from different dimensions on the island to this uh planet or to this to 2040 the day the thing collapses and part of the experiences unlocking intel that gives you cutscenes to like unravel the story and find out what happened and how can we get off this island but that requires just playing the multiplayer over and over again which is not like you know titanfall did that but titanfall is also like you're gonna listen to like 10 radio transmissions and you're just going to hear them by playing the game, which is fine. Whatever. You, not every game has to have a story, but the the balance feels really bad when you're playing this game in multiplayer. And 
no matter what you're playing against another team, there's no only PvE or only PvP. It's always a mix of both. The only difference is whether or not you directly interact with the other team in the final section. But if your team is going slow, every time you finish an objective, you hear the egg go, your team is finishing the objective slower than the enemy team or something like that. And it's just so often and so much. And yeah. there's no real way to catch up once that starts happening. Unless the enemy team like starts doing badly. You could invade as a dinosaur if you get that chance and then mess up the enemy team. But even that is like tough to do. So... Nah. It there are I there's a way you could have made this more interesting probably, but in a world where Overwatch doesn't seem like it's doing so hot and this is doing a lot of Overwatch things with like hero character type stuff at least on the Exoprimals with like their abilities the type of gameplay you're doing is you're like escorting things or holding points stuff like that even if it's not directly against enemies you're doing it in like a horde mode type situation mm -hmm. I, I other games are doing it better and even those games i don't i've i don't think are doing super hot right now so i i don't know why they i this game have played some of Evercore Heroes, which is the League of Legends version of this, not made by Riot. It's it, but it's like clearly mm -hmm. like pretty much a cut and paste of League of Legends. Mm -hmm. Um but it's the PvE PvP thing and it's not very good. Even the web um, page, like the marketing for this yeah. looks like League of Legends. I was into Live. the art because I like League of Legends art, so yeah, I don't sure. Yeah, it, it's you good wanna... art. I just mean yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the presentation on the webpage is like, oh, this looks like the League of Legends webpage. Unfortunately, it kind of plays like butt, uh, which is sure. not true of League of Legends, which plays really good. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I don't know. It's maybe I don't I'm starting to think maybe the concept is not as good as I thought it was because, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, dinosaur is cool. Yes, yeah, robots, yeah. Exo, exosuits, cool. Yeah. Uh, put them together should be great, but it's very the uninspired and just horde mode where basically as soon as you've done the tutorial, you've basically seen mm. everything that the game has to offer, it feels like. Maybe later on it gets more involved as you... Uh, unlock more of the intel and stuff, but early on, I it, it I don't kind of. Like I didn't a know any of that. I didn't know any of that stuff you were saying about the story because, uh, and this is me saying this. Yeah, I just skipped the cutscenes because I the the character started talking and I was like, "Nope," and just <laughs> held the space bar down. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's got like huge three sixty vibes. Yeah, uh, like that era of of game just like story quality i don't I, I, on like act the acting is better than you get on a 360 game but it's sure. like the writing is just like i guess i don't know you guys really had to justify this whole situation i guess i don't really know why they felt they needed to do that because 
I don't know. I mean, like, we're gonna we have to fight dinosaurs with these mech suits. Is uh, yeah. You say that to me, and I'm like, yeah, that's fast video. It sounds like a video game. Uh, I don't really just, need you to. They're, they seem like they're just dinosaurs, and so you're just mowing down raptors nonstop. And then you'll get a stronger dinosaur here and there. You get like a Triceratops or a T-Rex or a Pachyosaurus. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, And so there's not a lot of strategy that feels like Mm -mm. you have to put into it. You've got different classes, assault classes and a defense class and a support class uh, with different exosuits within each of those, but the one it nice never thing felt I felt like I needed to. I liked playing the defensive class when someone invaded as a dinosaur because they I could like taunt them and then make them run into the shield and mess with them and defend my team. But I was also relying on four other people to capitalize on that and kill the enemy dinosaur, which took so long. Uh, I will say I appreciate that they. They have the tank guy just has a melee attack. Yeah. That a lot of times games are cowardly and they're like, yeah, we got a tank guy, but he still uses a gun like everybody else. And he's I like got a the, hand that the, gets big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, I just, I, I don't really understand. This is one of those games where it's like, I, I wish I knew more about how games get made. Cause I, if I were on that team, I would have been like, okay, the prototype is not very fun, and mm-hmm. this is not a very good idea. Let's do something else. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why. Like, we've talked about how Capcom has been on a roll for the past couple years. I, I uh, and making games is certainly a challenge too. So I don't. I mean, obviously, sure, yeah. I don't fully understand the process, but maybe it's because this seems like the, it seems like a team of developers who can make a game like monster hunter I'm not that i'm saying it's the same team but yeah. can make a game like monster hunter rise in like what was like two years two or three years it seemed like that game's Maybe, dev yeah, cycle was super know. short um not i guess my point it is, wasn't the same as like world so i don't know what the distance was XO- from the previous uh, like the mobile 3ds game to Exo Primal seems like the kind of game that they could have said in like January of last year. What if we made a thing where you shoot dinosaurs and then just kind of like squeezed it together in eight to ten months because it just doesn't have a lot of polish and it's not deep. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't. And like when the raptors run at you, like it's not like it doesn't feel dynamic at all. They just kind of rush in a stream. So, and I'm not even saying yeah. this to be critical. I guess I'm saying like, I could see this game having only taken a little bit of time to make. Yeah. Um, Cause it feels just like not, just, it feels thin. It doesn't feel rushed. It just yeah, feels like it, the extent of it is not enough to really warrant the a question huge team is, or lots of time. I mean, I guess they wanted that kind of seasonal, game where you're you know coming back to it and play with your friends and that that type of experience but they just did not they don't didn't have the chops to do it or something uh to make that type of experience they made it is technically competent it runs well 
it does it plays fine. It just isn't if engaging. If that if it didn't run well, that would be hilarious because it games looks now, like a man. Sixty game <laughs> games are yeah. It, I know games are uh, you never know with a new release it could be it's completely true. busted and like mm. so the best thing I can say about Exoprimal is hey it it runs uh, perfectly fine in my experience. I, if this I, game had, had been some a... weird problems getting out of the game, if I recall. Oh yeah, it wouldn't close. But... It just kept booting me, kicking me back to the menu, and I had weird. to alt F4, whatever. That's fine. I just thought it was funny. I thought yeah. it wouldn't. I yeah. didn't think there was a way to quit. Was was what it was yeah. the issue? Because uh, it was like a console port, so uh, like Xbox port. Because yeah. it it also it everything in it like it has mouse and keyboard support, but it all of the like. I can't. I'm having a hard time figuring out how to describe it, but it's basically like you're running an Xbox game. Like it, 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 it doesn't have, um, like the kind of menu stuff that you would expect from a PC game. I felt mm-hmm. like, um, like like there's there was just no button. There was nowhere to. There was no menu where it said exit game. Oh so, yeah, yeah. No, that that was weird. Uh, it for me it was when I got to like the title screen and then i hit escape again and then it brought up exit game i was like that's weird okay yeah that's what i'm saying is it's like they it's like they expect you to go to a console menu and close it that way yeah yeah. this was why i thought it was funny games Um, on windows don't close well like at applications games don't close well on windows i feel like uh, yeah some some close fine but i like diablo diablo 4 just hangs and hangs it's like uh i guess i'll maybe i'll close where like on my steam deck on linux it's just like okay we're closed good job i think part of that's because proton's like you're done and yeah just maybe kills the process yeah. uh, and, because it's hey, not running thank any you, processes. proton uh yeah but um, no no because it's when i'm exiting when i just say hey exit game from diablo maybe, yeah but i guess what proton i'm saying is, is yeah maybe proton's done um, at that point but I think that it's I don't think Proton's necessarily like cutting it off, but like yeah. it doesn't have to I think it's a I think I think it has something to do with that because it's not there aren't the lingering processes that run yeah. on Windows um for, for a longer period of time yeah. in the background. Um I mean Diablo 4 has a lot of yeah. it's yes. it's runs fine. I mean it's, it yeah. ultimately it works fine, but uh it's it's weirdly probably the smoothest Blizzard launch ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it also does still have some weird technical issues that will probably never get fixed. Yeah, uh, so very uh, likely. But yeah, I don't know. Well, I I wonder how long Exoprimal is going to stick around. It is uh it's a mixed reception on Steam right now. Knowing them, I bet for a long time. Ah. This game, this game seems like it costs next to nothing to maintain and keep around. So I, you know, what I never looked in on was a Resident Evil Reverse. Yeah, that's I, true. But I I should do that. Mostly th- negative reviews. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Exo Primers Primal's better than that. Hmm. 
yeah, that For that, some that reason, was a weird Resident thing. Resident Evil Reverse is in my library. I have you, no it came idea. with Resident Evil Village. Oh right, okay. Yeah. So hey, Pat, we could play some Resident Evil <laughs> Reverse Ugh. together. Talking about a game <laughs> that looks not like even. Shit. I don't think it's a team. I don't think it's a team game. So. I, I played the beta and I had some stupid fun with it. Like I played the beta. I, I thought I, I, I didn't think that, it was good, but I enjoyed running around as the really Resident bad. Evil characters and turning into Nemesis and stuff. That was that was the kind of fan service that worked for me for a couple of matches. But uh, yeah, like I I don't sometimes Capcom decides to make uh, multiplayer games, and you're like, "What? But why is this the thing you're making?" And at least this time they made a new IP and didn't try to like stick Resident Evil onto it or something. Yeah, but they are sticking all their games onto it through their battle passes and cosmetic shit. No, have they? Have they put something on oh. there that I missed? Oh yeah, there's Street Fighter characters. Oh yeah, Street they Fighter. are. They're doing a Street Fighter crossover. And you can yeah. bet your ass if it if it does stick around, I'm guaranteed oh, yeah, there will be, be Monster Hunter. Oh and, yeah, there, and yeah, there'll be Resident, Resident Evil, Evil and, and all yeah. that. Uh, some of the skins are kind of fun and goofy. There's like a tree skin, football player. There's like a guy who's like a uh, like a doorman or security guard type outfit. That's like okay, that's that's fun and goofy for your exosuit, but also I, I would ostensibly have to feel... pay money for those yes, things. Yes, exactly. I will never pay no, money yes. for anything in Exoprimal. Yeah, so no. yeah, they would <laughs> have to, exist to me. make it a new game to really get me to stick around with this. So yeah, uh, that's Exoprimal. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything getting your goat? Are excited about or? Um, I mean, Remnant Two is the mm-hmm. next one on my list that I'm early access for. That starts in like a week, so okay. pretty pretty excited about that. I gotta re. I'm not gonna replay it, but I gotta reread the story of Remnant because it's got actually a mm-hmm. fucking wild story. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember it at all i remember did you finish it yes i did i went under the place and there was a you fought the yeah the thing i don't remember yeah the big well because it's like i i did i did but i don't yeah it's weird it It didn't it's it's very weird impact on me it's not like it's incredible i think that the the plot of that game is fine it's Mm -hmm. more the world building that they do and like Mm -hmm. the way that they set it up to for you to be able to go to all these different places is the thing that i appreciated Mm -hmm. about the the kind of plot and lore of that game um but i would like to i'm gonna reread it it's not the plot on wikipedia is four paragraphs long and it tells you everything you need to know um Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh yeah i've everything i hear about running two is that it's like they did the smart thing and they just made more of that game but they made it play a little bit better and they made a lot more of it um, mm-hmm. It's like a much bigger game in terms of its loot pool and just the size of it is way bigger than Remnant 1, and that's cool. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm going to try and clear out my backlog from this year. Well, I'm, I've got, I'm on vacation for like the next month and a half. 
gotta finish Dead Space remake. Uh, that's kind of the the big one I'm feeling right now. But there's a lot of other stuff I want to check in on and knock out. But yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot of stuff. But we're we are very close from it being games being a problem. Uh, yeah. Like there are just massive games hitting very close to each other in the next few months. I've just resigned myself to the fact that I'm probably going to play like I'm probably going to play half of Remnant and then put it down and then play half of Baldur's Gate and then put it down and then play half of Starfield and then put it down and then <laughs> just sort of pick those games up over the course of the next year and mm -hmm. eventually finish them. Yeah, there's there's still a bunch that I need to go and finish and yeah. I keep wanting to go, oh, I should get caught up on backlogs and it's like there's too many video games so we'll see what yep. i keep playing but yep but uh, hey as long as we're enjoying our time right i mean yeah <laughs> that's that's the goal i think anyway uh our goal is to uh make an enjoyable show for you the listener and i hope we've done that for you today uh you can find us on the internet and send an email to gaming at fix.space what game are you excited about in the remainder of the year? Let us know. So, uh, birthday wishes for Andre, who just had a birthday. I'm <laughs> baby. <laughs> you're not allowed to say that. You've done enough adult things that you can't. I, you're not baby. I, I am, I am still baby. No. It's denied. My baby card has been revoked. Yeah, you're no longer baby. <laughs> no. Buy that baby. I, I, how do I get that Benjamin Button disease? <laughs> uh, you can. <laughs> Benjamin Button disease is such a funny way to phrase that. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, I've never, yeah, I've never seen hear, that. I can hear never Griffin McElroy saying it every time I hear somebody <laughs> say Benjamin Button disease, and it always makes me laugh. It's very good. Uh, you can find me on Blue Sky, where all the cool kids are. C-O-L-E-S-L-4-W. Finally got my original handle back. Justice. Justice uh, yes. Uh, Allison, where can people find you? Well, I I don't have a Blue Sky account, so uh, not there um, for now. Um, I still occasionally post on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. And I have that same handle on threads, which I've started. Ew, ew. <laughs> Listen, all the J-pop idols are on threads. So mm. that's the, that's where I'm at right now. And where can people see Reasonable. your review? Oh, people can see my review on NintendoWorldReport.com. Great. Pat, where can people find you? If they, they can find me on Twitter at PJC Plays. I'm actually using it more than I have since takeover happened because i don't know it's getting quieter there as people so everyone leave, and i'm just to, blocking all threads the, yeah i just block the shitty people and so and it's like not mm -hmm. it's been fine i don't know i don't think that the threads and blue sky stuff is really gonna hold on uh if anything does it'll be blue sky but i don't know 
Yeah, um, there, there, there's been some drama on on Blue Sky recently. Oh, of course. But, I mean, it's mm. shitty people make that thing too. So yeah, like, well, yeah, there, there was a whole like someone joined and just made their handle a slur, and yeah, yeah like a racial slur, and it was uh, a whole thing, and they were kind of slow to react after uh-huh. they had shocking told someone off for calling someone a cracker. So, yeah, it's it's been it's been a time over there. They Guess they what? responded eventually and banned that person who used Shut. the uh, slur as their handle. But also, hey, that shouldn't have been possible. Shocking, truly shocking thing that I know everybody's just now learning. I think social media may be just bad. bad? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, as yeah. a concept, uh, actually. I um, Guillermo del Toro is on Blue Sky painting miniatures and posting pictures. So like, <gasps> that's pretty good. Why am I not on Blue Sky? Maybe if you email him, he'll send you a. a, a and be no. like, hey, look, we have code. a. Pi- I, we took a picture together. Please give exactly. me an invite. <laughs> exactly. I met you. I told you very loudly. I love Pacific Rim. So that just had be... its like tenth anniversary. Two days I actually ago. just watched around. I just watched the end of that movie yesterday. <laughs> Because a friend uh, of mine that I was playing Magic the Gathering with was streaming it. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, he, he, he's like, oh, is was, was that the, his, um, uh, art, he, he had a, a, um, a curated program, and he was like, oh, did you see this thing from Pacific Rim in there? Because I'd seen, I'd, I'd gotten an early ticket, and I was like, yes, I love Pacific Rim. <laughs> So, you know, there we go. Been in a Crimson Peak mood recently. Oh, That's Crimson Peak is so good. I want to watch that again. Yeah, good movie, good movie. I felt like it was underappreciated. It was. Well, okay, I could I could rant on this for a million years, but... First, uh, we'll wrap up the podcast and then you begin yeah. your million-year rant. Yeah, uh, uh, it's but it's very good and people should watch Crimson Peak. Yeah, okay. sure. Okay, I, yeah. Posted some of these models on Twitter, so I'm, I'm looking. Okay, yeah. These are, these are, these are good. All right, well, uh, that is going to do it from us here at the Gaming Fix Podcast. And me, your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. Your partner's favorite baby. You can't take this title away from me. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Gaming Fix Podcast. Stay wet, gamers.